Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. This week, many of us have seen the next release of the lockdown restrictions as we've come out of this third national lockdown. Yesterday I was stood in my garden having a barbecue in a woolly hat, something that I hadn't done for ages, but we were with people and it was lovely. Over these last few weeks we've been able, or days, we've been able to gather together with people and enjoy, start to enjoy people's company today. Um, But I wonder this Easter morning, what is it that you are most looking forward to? I know some people are desperately longing and looking forward to being able to see their family members again. Others are looking forward to being able to go and play football or see their friends again. Others of us just can't wait to get a haircut. This Easter, anticipation is in the air more than ever. There is, a, there is hope on the horizon and the possibility of some normality returning to our lives. However, despite the hope that is on that horizon, this doesn't necessarily mean that all is well. Despite the anticipation this Easter, there are people who are still feeling deeply anxious for what the future will hold. There are people still isolating, feeling left behind by the community around them as they all go off and carry on doing things, but they're stuck at home feeling unable to step out. There are still people who are hurting, who are grieving for all that has happened around them over the last 12 months. This morning, it's Easter Sunday, and there is anticipation in the air But what if you're not feeling it? What if you're still fearful? What if you're still hurting? What if you don't feel all the joy of this Easter morning? This morning, if that is you, I want you to know that you are not alone. That first Easter morning, there was anticipation in the air. But the disciples weren't feeling it. The women on their way to that tomb weren't feeling it. Their friend, the Messiah, the one they pinned all their hopes on, had just been nailed to a cross, crucified, died, and placed in a tomb. As they were locked out on the other side of that tomb, they were left trying to process all that had happened. Why? had this happened? How could this have gone so spectacularly wrong? This was not meant to be the end of the story. They hadn't yet realized, but of course this wasn't the end of the story. Inside that tomb, death and decay was not having the final word as they thought. Instead, life and hope was stirring, waiting to break out into the world for all to know. 
But in that moment, the disciples were left fearful. The Bible tells us later that they were locked in their rooms, scared to go out, wondering what had happened. This Easter morning, Jesus had risen and had brought hope and freedom to all. There is much that we can anticipate. There is much that we can look forward to. But the hope and freedom that Jesus offers came to his disciples when they were at their lowest, when they were at their most distraught, when they were at their most broken. When they were locked in, when they were fearful for the future, Jesus gave his disciples, he gave us freedom. When they thought all hope had gone, Jesus gave them hope that would never, ever fade. So today we're going to bring this series that we've been in for the last few weeks, looking at how we can move beyond fear together, by looking at how we can move beyond fear once and for all as we see that Jesus has risen again and how we might be able to break out of our fears as we follow him as our Lord and our God. So the first question that I want us to consider this morning is what is locking you in? What is holding you back today from experiencing the freedom of Jesus this Easter morning? That first Easter morning, expectations were low. As the women approached the tomb, they were not running with excitement and full of faith that Jesus was alive, but instead they were all in mourning. The women went to the tomb carrying spices, prepared to bury their friend. All sign of hope had faded. The disciples, too, were all gathered together trying to process what had happened over the last few days. Even after hearing the news that the tomb was empty and that Jesus was alive, Peter ran out of that tomb, or ran out to the tomb to see it for himself, but still couldn't understand what had happened. That first Easter morning, expectations were turned on their head. The women arrived at the tomb expecting to encounter death, yet all sign of death had gone. The tomb was left empty. They couldn't and they couldn't understand why. Instead of what they expected to find, they were greeted by two men with a message that they were not expecting. And that message that they heard was the greatest news the world has ever heard, that Jesus is alive. And yet on hearing that message, they were filled with fear. This morning, we gather together to celebrate that Jesus is alive, but I wonder, what are our expectations today? What are you expecting to find as you encounter Jesus as the risen Son of God here in this place this morning? 
What are your expectations of what the future will hold for you today? And how might these expectations that you are carrying be locking you in and preventing you from experiencing the life and hope and freedom that Jesus offers to us all? Fear is grounded in our expectations. As we look to emerge out of lockdown, some of us might well be feeling fearful because of what we expect the world to be like when we emerge. I'm conscious that there are those of us who have struggled with the increased use of technology over these last few months. For some of us, there's been a sharp, sharp learning curve already, and as the world becomes increasingly digital, we wonder about our ability to be able to cope. Some of us might be worried about and fearful about the unknown economic uncertainty and hardship that may well be expected in the coming months. Some of us might continue to be fearful about new variants coming out that could set our progress back and send us back into another lockdown. Our fears are grounded in our expectations. And if our expectations lead us to fear, not only will they be deeply embedded within us, but they will also lock us in and prevent us from stepping out with God into the fullness of life that there is to be found in him. So this morning, let's raise our expectations. Let's look beyond the cross to see Jesus for who he really is. And as we see Jesus... Let's make room together that we might allow him to disrupt our expectations and lead us out into the new life that he has in store for us. We all have expectations of the future. We all have things that we are fearful of. But the good news this morning is that our expectations no longer need to lock us in and define instead break out with Jesus. Instead of all being locked in by all the things that are holding us captive, we can break out and move beyond fear of our expectations and encounter Jesus as the risen Son of God. As the women approached the tomb, all that they were expecting was turned on its head. As they heard that wonderful announcement, he is risen, he is not here. Jesus had broken out of the grave and that means that we can break out of even the darkest of situations and the deepest of fears that we are experiencing today as well. But the question is, how does this truth that Jesus is alive help us to conquer and move beyond fear. In this passage, there are two ways that I think that we can learn to move beyond fear and, and move beyond our expectations and move out of what is locking us in today. 
And the first of these is to overcome our fears. I think we need to think about where we are looking. If you are scared of heights and you find yourself stuck at the edge of a cliff, or if you're scared of a height and you go on oblivion at Alton Towers, you get to the top of the ride and you're dangling over the edge terrified, you get that helpful announcement saying, don't look down. Where are you looking if you are scared of heights? The best way to, be, to deal with your fear of heights is to not look down at what's above you, but to instead look up at what is ahead of you to see the height in the wider perspective of the horizon. And if we are to break out of our fears and step into the freedom that we have in Christ, we need to make sure that we are looking in the right place. If you are scared of heights, don't look down, but look up instead for something that puts your fear in perspective. And it's the same with Jesus. But as we are fearful, as we look up and instead see Jesus, we find in Jesus the ultimate perspective giver. This morning, where are you looking for hope? Are you looking to find hope in our world? Are you looking for hope in local charities or in politics or in good news stories? If this is going to be our only source of hope in 2021 or in any time of day or year or generation, we are ultimately going to be left disappointed. Don't look down, look up. Jesus has risen. We need to look up and see him for who he is. This week I was having a conversation with a friend and my friend has been uh, seeing someone to help him with some of his own mental health. And he said that as he spoke to a counsellor this last week, uh, they'd done an assessment to see how his mental health was. And uh, as he was ch we were chatting, he said, they've told me that I'm depressed, but I'm not. I'm just realistic. The world's a pretty bleak place. And I sat there and I thought, I don't know how to respond to that. But as I responded, as I thought about it, and as I reflected about it, I actually think he's right. Our world is a bleak place. If we simply look for hope in our world, our hope we will be left unfulfilled. Our world is not perfect. Even the greatest, kindest, smartest, most compassionate people in our world make mistakes, they will let us down, and everything is not in our control. But Jesus is love. There is nothing beyond his control. He is good and perfect. He is alive, and we can encounter him today and have hope for him today. No matter how bleak, no matter how depressing our world can be, there is always hope because we have Jesus to hold on to. That's the good news of Easter Sunday. This morning, where are you looking? Are you looking down or are you looking up to see Jesus as the risen Son of God? We can look for hope in so many different places. If only I could find someone who really loved me, then that would be okay. 
If only I could get a better job. If only I could be a better person. If only I had more influence. If only this virus would go away, then I will have hope. This morning, where are you expecting hope to be found? Could it be that that might be the wrong place to be looking for hope? Could it be that you might be looking for the living amongst the dead? Could it be that you need to break out of your expectations this Easter morning and look to Jesus in a whole new way and see him as the risen Son of God today? Please don't look for the living amongst the dead. Look to Jesus and know him and all your hopes and expectations will be found and revealed to you in and through him. Not only do we need to look to Jesus to break out of our fears, but we also need to remember Jesus and what he has said. The messengers said to the women that first Easter morning, he is not here, he has risen. Remember how he told you. Jesus had gone out of his way to try and prepare his disciples for what he knew lay ahead of them. In Luke 9, much earlier in Jesus' ministry, Jesus had said this to his disciples, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected. He must be killed and on the third day be raised to life again. Jesus had warned his disciples what would happen to him. He prepared them, but their expectations didn't factor in what Jesus had told them. They may have forgotten, they maybe didn't fully understand, maybe they didn't, were blinded by their circumstances, maybe they just didn't listen. But they had forgotten the words of what Jesus had told to them. Today, please can I encourage us not to forget Jesus' words. His words bring life, his words are truth. Let's ensure that we listen to them. Let's ensure that we hear them. Let's not listen or let our circumstances prevent us from seeing the power of Jesus' words this Easter morning. Jesus' words, our word is stronger than death. If Jesus can rise from the dead, having been crucified and placed in a tomb, then I can ensure you today that no matter what you are facing, he is greater and stronger than the circumstances that you are facing this morning, whatever they might be. This Easter, may we all understand and hear what Jesus is saying to us today. Let's dwell on his words. Let's study and grasp the significance of them. Jesus is the word of God, John tells us in his, uh, the start of his gospel, and that word brings life. This Easter morning, can I invite us all once again to listen and to hear the words of Jesus. Let's pay attention because Jesus longs for you to find true and lasting freedom. Because he wanted you to be free and find true and lasting freedom.
because he wanted you to be free, because he wanted you to have hope. He went to the cross for you. But, he were, but we will only find that freedom if we listen to Jesus and hear what he is saying to us today. Today there is anticipation in the air. We have good news to celebrate. Jesus is alive. Our sins, our mistakes, our failures have all been covered by the sacrifice of Jesus and we are left to walk freely without guilt, without shame, without fear in the presence of the risen Son of God. Not only have our sins been forgiven, but death itself has been defeated. Sin has being defeated for Jesus did not only die that we might be free, but he rose again, breaking out of the captivity of the tomb, that we too may know that there is freedom in the name of Jesus. So this morning, if you are feeling locked in to the tomb of darkness, if you are feeling locked up in fear and anxiety and pain from the last year. Please know this morning that the stone has been rolled away. You are no longer locked in, but Jesus has set you free and you can break out with him and experience the light and love and hope of Jesus shining into your life and transforming your life and the darkness that surrounds you. Today, there is hope. There is anticipation in the air because Jesus is alive. No matter what we face in life, we can know that with him, we can break free of our fears. We can break free from our expectations and step forward in faith with Jesus as our risen Lord. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that this Easter morning, regardless of how we are feeling, we can know that there is hope. Lord, we thank you for that truth, that even when the disciples were at their lowest, when they felt like all hope was gone, you came and you gave them hope that would never fear. And so, Lord, we come before you this morning and we once again open our lives up to you and say, Lord, would you come and move us beyond our expectations? We know that yours is the victory. Help us to break out of what is holding us down. May we not look down, but instead look up. May we not forget the words of life and hope that you have spoken to us. And in all things, may we know and continue to proclaim that you are the risen Son of God who is with us each and every moment of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.